Hey ladies, welcome to Mommy Never Takes a Break, a podcast that offers perspectives on how we can turn things around and live a life of purpose. I'm your host, Stephanie Rell. I'm a former nurse and now belly fat weight loss coach and certified personal trainer that helps moms transform their bodies, minds, and lives. Join me as I interview health and wellness experts, inspiring entrepreneurs, and kick-ass moms with inspiring stories to share. I'll offer tips and strategies to help you turn things around and live a life of purpose. So grab your coffee, sit back, and enjoy this episode with me, mamas. Hello, mamas. Welcome to another episode of Mommy Never Takes a Break, the podcast that talks about changing your perspective getting yourself out of a constant negativity mindset and into a positive mindset to manifest your dreams, desires, and live in your purpose. So I am so excited to talk about another topic that I hold near and dear to my heart, and that is having grace on yourself. I think as mamas, we either forget about this or ignore the fact that we should have grace upon ourselves and not judge and put blame and feel the pressures of what the world tells us to be as moms. And so because of that, whether it's society or your upbringing, we kind of set these expectations for ourselves that are too grand, too beyond our reach. We want to have a specific goal, maybe, an expectation that we should be able to do this, learn this, provide for our family, whatever it is, and within a certain amount of time. And when that doesn't happen, when we don't meet those expectations, we start feeling disappointed, frustrated with ourselves, having feelings of not being good enough, not seeing our worth anymore, just devaluing our worth. We need to stop that. We need to end that narrative where moms are held to this regard, this standard of life. And yes, we are super moms. We do exponentially so many things. We are able to walk in our calling as moms. We're able to protect our children, be that mama bear, that super mom that's doing all things, multitasking, being there for our spouses and our external family. But at the end of the day, mama needs a break, (laughs) which is the title of this podcast. We need to be able to not only get that rest, but have grace on ourselves that we're not perfect, that there's more to life than being what everybody else needs us to be. Feeling like we have to be everything that people want us to be, need us to be, expect us to be. And the the reality is, is that we're not perfect. (laughs) We're not perfect. Things happen. We get tired. We get depressed. We get annoyed. We get stressed out. You know, there's things that I found out about myself after I became a mom that I just didn't expect to happen. I didn't realize that this was going to be something that was triggering for me. And I started having a lot of anxiety. And when I was a teenager, I had panic attacks. And they were occasional. They weren't like crazy. But I had panic attacks that would come on sporadically. And that kind of went away. 
okay. I didn't really deal with that anymore as I went to college and became an adult. And after I became a mom, I, as you know, my story, I went through postpartum depression with my twins. But as they got older and in toddler season, there's, you know, (laughs) crying and fighting and just um, lots of screaming and all that kind of stuff that I couldn't handle. Like my nervous system was like super stimulated. And I was like, what is this feeling? Because all I feel is overwhelm and frustration and feeling like I have no control, no control of my feelings. And it was tough. There were times where I was like, I had to call my husband and be like, I, I, I can't even think. Like, I can't even process what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And then those feelings turned into anger and resentment. And in turn, I would scream at my children, which I didn't want to do, but I didn't know how to react to what was going on around me. And as I studied and learned more about parenting and children this age, something like overstimulation was what was happening there for me. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that was something I was going to go through or that I had to face and learn to deal with and be able to deal with myself in order to deal with my children the proper way. And I had to have grace on myself because I would get so upset at the end of the day, like, why did I do that? Why did I scream at them? Like, I regretted my actions. And I was just like, I don't know how to react, but I'm upset that I did react that way. And in turn, I would just start going down that road, that spiral of like, I'm a bad mom. I can't do this properly. You know, what's going to happen to my children as they grow up? Are they not going to be good human beings? Like you start thinking future wise. So if you're a mom listening to this podcast today, please tell me that you agree that you feel this way when something occurs. And you start going down that path of, I do things right. Did I do right by my child? And then you start thinking, you know, what about when they're school age? What about when they're teenagers? What about when they're adults? Like you start just thinking about everything and you start thinking like the worst case scenario. That's what us moms often do. We think about the worst case scenario and Not only in parenting, but just in anything. Like if your child is away from you and, you know, you hear there's a snowstorm and you're afraid that whoever's driving is not going to be driving right or somebody else is not going to be driving right and they can be harmed and you want to hear from them every time they stop. And, you know, you just think of the worst case scenario as your child is going through some sort of experience or situation. Now, we shouldn't live in fear. It's not a good life. Let me tell you that. Living in fear robs you of a lot of joy and experiences that are happy experiences. It just takes away the calm, the peace from your life. And so living in fear is something that we should strive not to do. But often it's something that can creep up on us. And we have to kind of make note of that. Like, wait wait, Stephanie, you're starting to go down that spiral of negativity and you're starting to live in fear and we need to correct this behavior right now. And oftentimes we don't think to do that, but 
like I always say, mindset is a practice, a daily practice, something that we have to continually do, continually exercise, just like exercising our physical bodies to be healthy, to be strengthened. If you're building muscle, like all those things are important. And in order to do that, your physical exercise must be consistent. Even if it wasn't for that, even like, let's say you got into an accident or something happened where you broke a bone or whatever, and now you're getting physical therapy. Well, guess what? You're not going to get back to optimal function if you don't exercise that arm, that leg, that ligament, that muscle that has been injured and needs to heal. It needs to be continual process. And the same thing goes for your mind because it's so easy. It is so easy to just let your mind spiral into that negative black hole. <laughs> I want to call it a black hole. And because once we're there, it's like just you start thinking all these things and they keep going. And then you find it hard to not think that way. It just becomes normal to you to think that way, to feel that way, to live in fear, to worry about anything and everything. And so I want to encourage you today, Mama, you're not perfect. Don't strive to be perfect. And you need to have grace on you. Now, I am a Bible-believing, God-fearing, Jesus-loving Christian woman. And if you're listening to this podcast, I don't expect you to be in the same belief or faith as me, but I do trust that God has everything under control for me. And that doesn't mean we don't do our diligence in keeping our children safe and doing our jobs as moms. But I do believe in releasing the fear that tends to come over me to him. Because the word of God says that fear is not of the Lord. It's not of him. It's not him that is causing us to have fear. So in that, we walk in that and know that we release that to him and not be bound by it. Because that's what it is. It becomes bondage. Fear. And I want you to write this down, whether you are a Christian or not. Write this statement down because it is true across the board. Fear is bondage. And I want you to repeat that to yourself. Because every time that you may have a feeling of fear, every time that something comes up for you, and you start to worry, and you feel like you're out of control, and you feel like you don't know what else to do, your back's against the wall, just know that fear is holding you hostage, and you need to release it. You need to release it and say, I'm not going to live this way. I'm not going to live this way. I'm going to do my best as a mom to take care of my children to know that they're safe, to teach them how to be safe and know that everything's going to be okay. And if, and only if, because sometimes we can create scenarios, our mind, right, of these bad things happening, these situations happening in our life. If something was to occur, I will deal with it head on there. Because me worrying about it now is not going to do anything, whether it happens or not. It's not. It's not going to do anything for you. All it's doing is robbing you of your joy and belittling you. Because you are stronger than that, mama. You are stronger than the fear that overcomes you. You are stronger than the anxiety that wells up inside you. You are stronger than any thought that starts to come across your mind. Yes, words are powerful, but you are more powerful than those words that are forming in your mind. 
you are a force to be reckoned with, right? If something comes in the way or harms your children, you know that Mama Bear is going to be there to protect her children. But we can't protect our children if we're continually living in fear. Now, I don't want to only go on worrying about our children. We do worry about other things in our life. I know children is probably one of the things that is like the top tier, like at the top. But we worry about our jobs. We worry about our finances. That's probably number two, I want to say. (laughs) Our finances, like where's the money going to come from? How am I going to spend money on this? My children need that. You worry, maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you're trying to start a business and you don't even know like, How am I even going to be able to sustain this business? I don't even have the financial means to keep it up and running, right? Maybe you're worrying about getting a new job or, you know, the pandemic is starting to settle down now, but maybe it's hard for you to get a job because I know the economy is kind of not that great right now. There has been a lot of layoffs and stuff like that. So finances, I think, is always on people's radars. You know, how are you managing your money and wondering where is it coming from? Do you have a lot of debt? Are you in bondage? Here's that word again. Are you in bondage to money because you're in debt and you've been in debt for a while and you're afraid? I don't know where that that next amount of money is going to come in. I'm afraid I'm not going to make my next payment and all the collectors are going to come after me. You know, they may come after my house, whatever. You start going down that road of worst case scenarios again. And what happens when we do that? We start thinking about ourselves as the enemy. We think, how could I have let myself get to this point? How could I be in $20,000 in debt? Like, how could I do this stupid mistake again? How could I have not found a job by now, right? And then you start thinking, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm never going to get a good job. I don't have the right credentials. I'm never going to be able to provide for my family in the way they deserve I want to give them the best. I want to give them more than I had. I have this business dream. I've had it for a long time, but I just don't know how to start it. I don't know how to just run with it. I'm afraid I'm going to get us into more debt. I'm afraid it's going to crash and burn. See, these things that we worry about, they become shackles. They bind us from being able to live a life of happiness and freedom. And that is kind of like my mantra, like, freedom. We should be living in freedom. No matter what your goal is, no matter what you're striving for, no matter how you look at your job as a mom, we should be looking always to live in freedom, not in shackles, not in bondage. That is not the life that we were put on this earth for. And yes, I do believe that being moms, we have a special talent, a talent unlike no other, where we can care for our children, care for our home, care for other people that we love, do right by other people, work at our jobs or businesses, and do an incredibly great job at it. But the thing that we suck at, I'm sorry to say, the thing that we constantly fail at, and I'm not going to blame you. I feel like society has had a lot to play in this role, but we suck at giving ourselves grace and rest. Grace and rest, two things that we just really stink at because we want to be perfect. We think that we can do all these things and feel good about ourselves. And we don't, in turn, we don't feel good about ourselves because we're tired. We get sick. 
Our bodies, our minds are drained. We're gaining weight. We're feeling frustrated. We feel like we don't have any time to ourselves. All these things just come crashing like a tidal wave. And it's time to start living a life of freedom and time to set the right expectations. So that's where it starts. That's where I want to lead into. In order to have grace upon yourself, you need to create the right expectations for yourself. So what do I mean by that? Oftentimes when we're trying to make a goal for ourselves, let's start with weight loss because, you know, I'm in the weight loss business and, you know, a lot of ladies tell me, I just don't have time for it. I don't have money to invest in myself. You know, I work a busy job. I have the kids going here and there, you know, all these things common, common excuses I hear. And the thing is, I find that these ladies are setting an expectation of everybody's needs need to be met before mine. And mine don't matter as much as theirs. And that expectation ends up putting you in the rat race because you put yourself to the side and you still have time to belittle yourself, to get frustrated with yourself, to say you're not worthy or not good enough? Why do you have enough time to sit down with your thoughts and allow yourself to feel so small and hurt and bound, but you don't have the time to uplift yourself, to call a friend, to maybe go for a walk? I mean, little things that you can do, little changes. I'm telling you, today, it starts with the little change. It starts with you first saying yes to yourself, having grace on yourself, accepting the fact that you're not perfect. You're not going to get everything done that you want to get done. You may cry. You may find that things are difficult. It's okay. Can you sit there and say, it's okay? I'm okay because I'm not perfect, but I am the perfect mom for these children. I'm not perfect according to society's standards. But I am the perfect woman for the job. Be proud of that. Walk in that. Honor yourself. Have grace upon yourself. Set the right expectations. You want to lose weight? Don't set the expectation that you're going to lose 20 pounds in one month. Don't set the expectation that you're going to lose 10 pounds in one month. Set the expectations that are doable. Because when you have a win, even if it's a small win, I'm going to lose two pounds in the next two weeks. Give yourself enough time. It could happen faster, but, you know, give yourself enough time and say, you know, in the next two weeks, I'm going to have two pounds lost. Before you know it, you might have three or four pounds off, but you have a win. And it's something that you can be proud of and walk in and feel good about. Feel good about yourself and say, you know what? That wasn't bad. I can keep going. I can do more. I can get to my ultimate goal but I'm going to go for another two. And when you create goals like that, that are within reach, that you can see the finish line, man, it makes so much of a big difference in your behavior around it, especially when you see the win, when you actually achieved it. Now, if you try to say, I'm going to, you know, run my business and I'm not going to sleep at night and I'm going to be with the kids uh, at this time, have them in school at this time. And you know, you're filling up your schedule where there's no breathing room and you're trying to still lose weight even though you don't have time to work out and you just eating whatever's around. That's not an adequate expectation. And sometimes we hold this expectation so high that the finish line is so far away. And 
by the time you make halfway through the race, you're getting tired. Like, what am I doing this for? I'm never going to do it. Of course, you're going to think that way because you made the marker to where you're reaching that checkpoint so far away. You're holding yourself to this high regard that is not sustainable. It's not. Think about it this way. If you wanted to suddenly become a marathon runner and you said, you know what, I'm going to do a full marathon. First off the bat, you really didn't train and you didn't even start small with like, I don't know how the marathons run, (laughs) but let's just say a mile for purposes of me just giving numbers that are easy to crunch, right? And say a marathon is, and anyone that runs a marathon, please forgive me that I'm getting this wrong. Alexa, how many miles is a marathon? Um, 1,582.9 miles away by four. All right. So 1,582 miles. Wow. That sounds like a lot. Anyways, so you don't even start with like five miles first and you go straight for the 1,582 miles. You're going to crash and burn. You're going to be like, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. I'm suffering. I'm never going to be able to run a marathon, right? Just picture it. Picture if you were trying to run a marathon and you're like 20 miles in, 50 miles in, the finish line is so far away. You start thinking, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to finish this. I'm already so tired, right? The same thing goes when you're trying to achieve a big goal. You know, whether it's weight loss, whether it's getting out of debt, whether it's fixing your marriage, whether it's parenting. You can't just expect to run the full marathon without the practice, without starting small with a small win. You've got to build that up. It needs to be built up. The same thing with your motivation and your courage. That needs to be built up. People aren't just naturally motivated. People aren't just naturally brave to do the big and scary things. No, it takes practice. It takes having grace on yourself. It takes creating the right expectations around what you're trying to achieve and do. So why? Why do we have this innate nature to continually be a bully to ourselves, to feel this discouragement and negativity? Why do we do this? I feel like a lot has to do with upbringing cultural, society, things we've learned. It's a learned behavior. It's a learned behavior, no matter how, which way you look at it, whether it's upbringing, cultural, whatever. It's a learned behavior. But you know what's the best thing about learned behaviors? Is that you can unlearn them. (laughs) You can change what you think and swap it out with another thought and start learning that. Learning love learning patience, learning security, freedom, learning to be your best self and walking in that. Because you, again, I will say it again, you are a force of nature. You are created with an incredible talent to be a mom, wife, friend, daughter, sister to many. But you are not meant to do this alone, nor neglect yourself. Not at all. You are not meant for that. In order for you to walk in that power and to be the best at it, best mom, best sister, best friend, you need to first take care of yourself. 
You need to make yourself a priority. It's so, so important. So start with having the right expectations. Even if it means starting small, working your way up, best thing you can do for yourself. Then trying to set yourself up for failure by creating this massive goal that may seem, not that it's unattainable. I don't believe that any goal is unattainable. But when you create it like that, it feels unattainable because it's creating this larger gap for you to be able to get there and to feel that sense of pride, <laughs> that sense of security, that sense of accomplishment and feeling better about yourself. We need those small wins right away, one after another. That's what builds us up. That's what keeps the motivation going and keeps you going. Have grace on yourself. Create the right expectation and know that you're not perfect, but you are the perfect woman for this job. Absolutely. So let's flip the narrative. Let's change our perspectives around how we are moms and what we want to accomplish in weight loss and finances, in promotion, et cetera, et cetera. Like all the things that we want for ourselves. And let's go after it because it's totally obtainable. It's totally doable. You can do it. I know you can. I believe in you today. So walk in that. Next week, I'm going to be talking about clearing the clutter. Something super important that I feel is another thing that we don't really realize we're doing and something that I had to learn big time and still have to practice and, you know, make it something that is routine. But I will leave that for next week. Thank you so much for listening in this week's podcast. Be sure to leave a review and follow this podcast. Share with your friends. And you can always follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube under Stephanie Rell. And we will be back next week for another great episode. Bye, everyone.